الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين إذا أصابتهم مصيبة قالوا إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم A sign of maturity of a person is when that individual begins to realize and recognize the reality behind whatever they are looking at or whatever they are interacting with That's a sign of maturity and there's many examples for this. You can take the example, for instance, of a child growing up when, when they, uh, for instance, watch a cartoon. You know, and they'll see on the cartoon, or let's say, you know, even a, a real show, for instance, and they'll see human beings interacting with one another or animals interacting with one another. You'll see, for instance, you know, a coyote chasing, you know, a, a roadrunner, for instance. And they'll see that happening and they'll watch it for 15 minutes and 20 minutes and they'll be so engaged in it and they'll be so concerned about the characters that are in that show, they'll almost feel as if, it's real, and what's happening to those characters is real, and the uh, and the 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 hurt that they're feeling is real, right? And the trauma that they're challenged with is real, right? And the emotions that they're experiencing is real. They'll feel as if this is this is completely real, you know. And as a child ages, and they begin to see shows of you know with real people in them, and they'll think that you know the the interactions and the experiences that the people are having, you know, on in that show or in that on that stage, uh, they'll feel that those are real. They'll feel that the, their experiences are real, their emotions are real, the fear that's created is real, the happiness that's, that's displayed is real. But over time as a person ages and, and, and physically matures, they begin to see and they begin to realize that in reality that's not real. There's nothing real to it. Right? If someone were to turn on and put on a cartoon in front of us and ask us, is what's happening in there real or not, we'd all know it wasn't real. We'd know that there was an artist behind this who had drawn up and sketched up an entire plan of how uh, they wanted this to appear and what sorts of emotions they wanted uh, to be created within the audience, what sorts of experiences they wanted the audience to, to feel and, and, and face and be a part of. And they draft it up and they present it and they create all those emotions. Right? And that's why people, when they're, when they're watching, for instance, a film, they become so into it it's as if they feel like, for those few moments, they feel like they're a part of it. But any adult or anyone mature will know that there's nothing real behind it. These are actors, these are people that have written scripts that have displayed, that are displaying things for the purposes of amusement and entertainment and to spark emotion, etc. But a person knows when they're watching these things that there's nothing real behind it. It's all just a show. There's nothing real behind it. What's happening there isn't actually happening in reality. So that's a sign of, for instance, that's an example of a sign of someone who uh, is becoming mature. Right? They go from child to, to an adolescent and to an adult. A sign of spiritual maturity is that a person begins to recognize that everything that's happening in this world is because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is behind everything that happens in this world. It's almost as if when they enter into this world, they feel as if they're in like a video game. In a video game, you know, there's like a one person who's walking around a forest or walking around a museum or whatever it might be, and all these things are coming toward them, and they're faced with this task, and they're faced with this challenge, and they have to dodge this bullet, and they have to do all of these things, but that entire world is created around that person just to see how that person responds. 
So similarly, that's how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this world for us as well. That everything happens because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that we're faced with, everything that we're challenged with, every calamity that befalls us, every joy that comes to us, everything is because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when a person becomes spiritually mature, when they begin to be able to read the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and when they begin to see the reality of this world, then and only then do they recognize and realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is behind every single thing that happens. What they hear on the news, what they see with their friends, what, they, what, they, what happens to them in their life, in their interactions, when they go to the masjid, when they go to the school, everything is there. And everything happens because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has caused it to happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the true doer. Everything happens only by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which is part of our iman. Right? When we recite the, the kalima of, of our faith, we say, Amantu billahi wa malaikatihi wa kutubihi wa rusulihi wal yawmil akhiri wal qadiri khayrihi wa sharrihi min Allah. And that faith, everything that happens, taqdeer, everything that happens, whether it be khayrihi or sharrihi, whether it be good or whether it be bad, it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the pinnacle of our deen, if we want to you know, reach the highest place in deen, then, uh, or, or a sign that we've reached the pinnacle of deen is when we begin to see that Allah, when we begin to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything. When we begin to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything. Someone says something to us. Someone, someone says something rude to us. They call us by a name. They, 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 they say something inappropriate to us. Rather than us thinking that the fault is within that person, then the person begins to think that maybe it was something that I did that, that had caused this to come to me. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending this test to me. This is because of my own weakness or this is because of my own doing. You work hard, you study hard for a class for instance, and then you end up getting a bad grade. That person realizes this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will. What does it matter? What's the reality is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to cause ha- ha- to happen whatever He wills. He doesn't have to have a rhyme or reason behind why things happen. He doesn't have to have an explanation. He doesn't have to have you know, a, a book written behind why, for instance, you had to get this particular grade. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in charge. Someone, for instance, passes away. We recognize immediately that this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Good and bad, good or bad, everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we see this built into our deen through the sunnah of the Prophet The Prophet reminding us that if we want to reach the pinnacle of faith, then we have to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything. We have to experience Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything that we interact with. That when, for instance, a calamity befalls a person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتُمْ مُصِيبَةً قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ For instance, a close loved one passes away, or someone gets injured, or someone gets sick within the family, or someone has a car accident for instance. The first thing that we do, we don't think about the cause behind why this happened, or who was responsible for it, or what was the motive. The first thing that we think about is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As soon as that calamity hits, we've been instructed to say, إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ the verily it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will all return. Allah ta'ala placed us here. Right? He, he, we were with Him initially and He placed us here for a set amount of time and He's going to take us right back. He was responsible for us before we were born. He takes responsibility for us while we're alive on this planet. And when He takes us away, He's taking responsibility for us again. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in charge. 
that when, it's, when a moment of calamity hits, we've been instructed to say, Inna lillahi wa inna raji'un. Reflect and recognize that this occurred only because Allah Ta'ala had allowed it to occur. And ultimately, everything is going to return back to Allah. We are Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala's, uh, uh, we, are, we, are the, we are the creation of Allah Ta'ala. That's all we are. We are the creation of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. We are the dependence of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. He created us and He's going to take us right back. What, 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 what difference does it make? If we have the most difficult calamity or if we have the, the best of ease in this world. We've been taught that, that phrase. And then, for instance, something surprises us, something amazes us. We walk outside and we look at a tree. The first thing we should be, the, the first thing that we're instructed to say when something amazes us is we say, Subhanallah, glory be to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We don't think, oh, who grew that there? Who put this there? Why is it the way it is? The first thing we think, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the one who is behind this. The sky that He created, you know, the heavens and layers that go for 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 billions and trillions of miles Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it we look at the moon and we look at it and we say subhanallah this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when a person becomes spiritually mature then everything they interact with reminds them of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they are forced to say subhanallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is behind every single one of these things when something good happens to us Immediately, we get a good grade on a test, we get a raise at work, we get an interview for a job. Immediately, what are we instructed to say? We say, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah. In every circumstance, there is something that the Prophet ﷺ taught us to say, and, and, and by that token, something that the Prophet ﷺ taught us to think. That when, it, when something good happens to us, we don't attribute it to ourselves. We don't think that it was because of the effort that I put in, all of that time that I had put in studying, all of that time you know, that I had put into this community or into this group of people, or all of the time that I had you know, uh, put in those 40 hours during the week that I deserved what I got. No. Anything good that comes to us, immediately we attribute it to Allah. It only happened because Allah Ta'ala allowed it to happen. And immediately when that good befalls us, we say, Alhamdulillah. All praise is due to Allah. Who else are we to turn to? I mean, where, where did this come from? From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the reality of this world. And it is a reality that can be achieved. That when a person really begins to... When a person begins to mature... They begin to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything. They, they begin to see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is behind everything. He is fa'il haqiqi. He is the true doer of everything. Any difficulty, any calamity, any challenge, any, any prosperity, everything is only happening by the permission and the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our control is very limited. Our control is very limited. You know, once somebody had asked a companion uh, that uh, to... when. To, to illustrate how limited our control is in this world, they asked the companion, lift, uh, lift one foot up off the ground. So the companion lifted the foot up off the ground. So they said, okay, fine, lift up the other foot now. Wasn't able to do it. That's how limited our, our, our control is. That we aren't able to li even lift up two legs at the same time. Right? And yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so powerful that He's created billions and billions of people. He's created billions and trillions of stars and planets and... and, 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 and uh, uh, planets and, and, and how um, precise everything is, is made. It's everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that happens is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And everything that will happen until we die is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And everything in the hereafter is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is fully in charge. He is fully in charge. But that's the reality that has to set in within us. It isn't something that, you know, academically it's easy to understand. 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us and we're going to return to Him, so He must be in charge of everything. This is what He's told us. Academically, we're able to take it in. But it's being able to internalize that and live it that we should try to achieve. That, the, that at every given moment, all we are thinking about is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We wake up in the morning and we think, subhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala woke me up. I went to sleep at night thinking I was going to pass away, but Allah Ta'ala is the one that gave me life. Allah Ta'ala has allowed my heart to continue beating through the night so I'm able to wake up again in the morning. We wake up and we go to the restroom and we should be thinking, subhanAllah, is because Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has created my body in such a complex way and He's been so merciful to me that He's allowed me to relieve myself and, and, and get rid of the, the waste within my body. We get up and we brush our teeth and we should be thinking, subhanAllah, the toothbrush, the toothpaste, the water that I'm going to use, this is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Without Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, I wouldn't have had this. We put on our clothes, we should be thinking, subhanAllah, had it not been for my Creator providing me with this, then I would, I would be naked, I would have nothing to wear, I would be full of shame. And then we, we get up and we go to school or we go to work and we should be thinking that the only reason I'm even, I even have this opportunity right now is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provided me with this opportunity. He gave me this job. He put me in this university. He put me in this school. He provided me with these teachers. And then we, you know, on the way, we should be thinking that the, the method, the vehicle that I'm, in which I'm going in, this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We look outside the window, we should look at the skies and say, SubhanAllah, this is Allah Ta'ala's creation. Try to get five million humans to make anything that even resembles a sky, and we wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to put it together. And yet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala every single day creates a new sky for us to be mesmerized with. Not one sky looks different than the sky before. Not one sky looks different than the sky before. And no one looks at the sky and says, this is just boring, I don't feel like looking at it today. Allah Ta'ala has been creating it since the beginning of time. Every single day a new sky and every single day people are mesmerized because this is the beauty, the bounty of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And then when we come home from work, we should be thinking constantly. When we look at a tree, we should be thinking, this is from Allah. When we look at people, we should be thinking, SubhanAllah, this is, Allah Ta'ala created these people. These are the dependents of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. When we come home and we have a meal on our table, we should be thinking that the only way I'm able to get this nourishment is because Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala had someone plant this tree into the ground and had fruit come from that tree after this very elaborate process. And someone had to pick up that, that, that orange, for instance. And someone had to deliver it to a store. And then I had to go pick it up and that was the only way. Allah Ta'ala planned all of these things out just so I can take part of this meal. Just so I can have dinner tonight. And when we go to bed at night, we should be thinking, SubhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala just let me live an entire day as a Muslim, with Iman, with faith, and I had nothing to do with it. Everything is from Allah. All good is from Allah. That good and bad, difficulties, calamities, ease, joy, peace, contentment, everything is from Allah. Allah Ta'ala is that in charge of this world. Allah Ta'ala is that in charge of everything. We have no control over this world. We have no control. We think everything feels so real. We think that we can move our hand and, and take that glass of water and drink it. And it feels so real. We can touch it. It's cold. We think that there's a reality behind it. But in reality, everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have no control. So in to order to internalize it and become believers that, that, that love Allah and that regard Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so highly to that degree requires effort on our part. The one way by which a person can achieve this state of spiritual maturity or of maturity in this deen and be able to achieve the pinnacle of this deen in which they see Allah ta'ala and everything is through the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person that does abundant dhikr remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regularly remembers Allah. 
spends time, you know, minutes, hours, every single day doing the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala creates this reality within their heart. It isn't something that we can read about. It isn't something that we can hear about or learn about. Those things will put this concept academically in our mind. But if we want to see, if we want to be people who, who, who recognize and identify that Allah Ta'ala is behind everything, then we have to do excessive dhikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And through the dhikr of Allah, through the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He'll gift us with this. And once that gift is given to a person, then everything they see is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Someone says something wrong to them and they'll think, Subhanallah, this is, some, this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a test for me. Let's see how I can respond to this. They get a bad grade in school and they think, this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let me see what my response will be because this, this is from Allah. They go outside, all they're thinking about is Allah. They see their family, they think about Allah. They see things happening in the world and all they can think about is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this pinnacle is achieved through the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should be regular in our dhikr and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to become people of maturity within this deen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to recognize the signs that He has placed within uh, within this world for us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to draw closer and closer to Him with every breath that we take. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allow us to become regular and perform abundant dhikr and remembrance of him. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.